The new Toy Story Land opens at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and we discuss some Florida summertime state parks. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're here on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. Did I just say twiddle handle or Twitter handle? I think you said Twitter. Okay. If you said twiddle, I missed it because I totally would have made fun of you I for please that. read these things. Just we, We've been talking about like pre-recording the intro. Right. And I don't know. But we haven't done it. We haven't done it because I just kind of <laughs> like to do it on the fly. And I'm sitting right. here going, did I just say twiddle or Twitter? I think you said Twitter. Okay, twiddle. I'm sure we'll hear about it if you didn't. All right, cool. So <laughs> it's almost 4th of July. We were talking a couple weeks ago about our 4th of July plans. I and know. And it looks like we are doing what we normally do. We're going to be going down to... Siesta Key. Siesta Key. Or maybe not Siesta Key proper, but a beach just up the road. A Called Crescent. Crescent Key. Crescent Key Beach. So it's Crescent kind of beach. still part of that whole Siesta Key area, but we're going to try something a little different. Might be a little bit, maybe a little bit further away from where the fireworks go. Yeah. But, you know, we have all seen fireworks a thousand times. We're not what? really going for that per se, but just for the whole... Well, I'm going for that. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but from what our friends were telling us that it's like Crescent... I don't know if it's Crescent Beach or Crescent Key Beach, is right at the entrance exit of Siesta Key. So the biggest problem with going to see fireworks on Siesta Key Beach is the mass exodus that occurs when yeah. the fireworks are over. It's like everywhere. And it's not even like, I mean, we've stayed, we've, you know, launched, um, are those, what are those? The Chinese lanterns. Chinese fire yeah. lanterns. Yeah. And, you know, hung out for a while and played around and then left and it was still terrible. Well, usually though we stay and like we kind of, well, usually we stay at the beach for a while and kind of let people slowly, you know, filter out. But right. last year, and we kind of mentioned this before, yeah. major thunderstorm hit us and everybody was leaving at the same time. So it was like everybody trying to get out. So Let's hope that doesn't happen but that this time. Ha- it happens every year like that. Everybody's yeah. trying to get out at the same time. Anything where everyone's leaving. You go leave a sporting event when a hockey game is over. Everybody's leaving at the same right. time. It clogs up traffic. So hopefully that won't be the case this year. And also because it's Crescent Beach and not Siesta Key proper, it's a little bit less known maybe. So hopefully we'll see. fewer people will go. I mean, go. it's still Siesta Key. Yeah. So. Which is a major, major place. Yeah. Major But I'm Gulf looking Coast forward Beach. to it. I think yeah, I can't wait. We'll talk about that next week. Hopefully... We don't get any nature's fireworks this time because right. yeah. it, it was sketchy. I hate lightning. I'm one of these people who I get. I don't mind it if I'm indoors or if I'm just. You don't even I, like it when you're indoors, though. Well, I, I get start. I kind of like oh, big flash. I I don't really get scared by it. I kind of get startled by it. But if I'm outdoors anywhere near like a big lightning storm, I hate it. Like I get really like yes. anxious to that. And of course, I live here in what is like literally the lightning capital of. The, the world, world or the country, so yeah. Or, I don't think it's the world. Isn't there a place in Africa? Yeah, that's... we talked about this on the Capitals yeah. show. I found out there's a place in Africa that actually technically has more lightning strikes. Yeah. But the whole Tampa to Orlando corridor is like the lightning capital of North America or pretty much everywhere that's not that spot. Like we're number two. 
Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. We're number two. We're number two. So, uh, some news this week. We saw that the final grand opening of the Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios finally happened. Yes. So, that's really exciting because Hollywood Studios has been sort of like not a full park for a while. It's got some cool stuff there. Ugh, but there's but been it's so little. I mean, yes. it's just been a giant construction zone, I feel like, it's, for the longest time. It really has been. They've and been, it's good that they've opened this because they need it. They man. need it. I feel like it's been crazy they're actually charging people full price to go to that park because yeah. half the stuff has been down. And they are building more stuff. they got the Star Wars land coming along. They finally opened up this. They closed Great Movie Ride down. Yeah. To add some kind of like indoor, another indoor roller coaster, like a Mickey Mouse themed roller coaster. I think that's what that's going to be. Well, and the video footage that we saw was so cool looking. It looks amazing. I mean, the benches were made out of giant pop stick, popsicle sticks. That they had like the stain on it where the, it looked right, like, yeah. Like just recently eaten. So they had like a pink end and a regular popsicle stick end. But it was a bench, you know, it was just a regular bench. And the, the Slinky ride, um, what's his name? Uh, Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog ride. Looks really cool. Now, it's we like, haven't been here yet. We should clarify that. We haven't yeah. actually been in the park. Well, this is all going on some videos that we had watched and right. some things like that to, to kind of get a um, get some, some intel on it. Some it. Yeah. it hasn't. It just opened to the public literally yesterday, I want to say, yeah, or this the, weekend. I think the media day was Thursday, Thursday from what I saw. We have some, I have some friends on Facebook that are actual legitimate media that were there. And, um, and then... And then I think it opened to the public, like you said, on Saturday. On Saturday. So. so it looks really, really cool. It'll be great because, like we were saying, finally Hollywood Studios has a reason to for people to go again. Because we have been sort of jonesing to get Disney passes again. Yeah. And we've been telling each other, let's just wait until Hollywood Studios is back to where it's a decent place to go again. Because... Right now, so much stuff is offline. There's so much construction over there. Yeah. And we don't want to like, get Disney passes and then go a whole year. And then this new Star Wars stuff opens up. So but I don't know. I mean, though, just looking at all the footage from the Toy Story Land, it looks really cool. It looks like, really I'm, cool. I'm ready to go right now. It's so... I mean, the even the food. Like, they came out with a whole bunch of new food that they're serving in that area. Uh, the There's, you know, Tinker Toys creating all the, like, structures and building blocks and um i think it's they the video we saw so that they were um sponsored by those little blue bell, baby bells baby bells the baby little bells. those little cheeses right. yeah yeah <clears throat> so they have those everywhere like giant ones it looks really cool i mean really cool and the new roller coaster slinky dog coaster looks really neat like i saw pictures of it and saw the layout beforehand and i thought it was just going to be like a large long version of a kid's coaster and it kind of is that, but there's a lot more to it than I expected. Well, it's got the launches in it and yeah, some really cool and, theming. Yeah, but it not only launches, but it, it like pulls you back like a slinky, you know? Like it's like, and then, and then launch. bam, yeah, you yeah. go, yep. That looks really cool. So that'll be super cool to see. I can't wait to get back out there. They've got that. They added a new like flying spinning saucers ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's themed, with, it's themed on those little green, the claw, the claw guys. Uh-huh. And it has, it looks. You've been chosen. You've been chosen. Or he's been chosen. Or but whatever. it looks like a little bit like a Tilt-A-Whirl, but like a Disney, a really good Disney version of a Tilt-A-Whirl that has these different. Yeah. It holds a lot of people, it looks like. And then they redid the queue area and the entry area for Toy Story Mania. So they sort of yes. incorporated all that into the new area. Mm-hmm. So. Be really excited to see what they do there with the old spot because it was kind of in that like outdoor hallway. If you recall oh, what right, I'm talking yeah. about, that yeah. So all yeah. that we'll see what they do there. Maybe they're incorporating that into Star Wars. Yeah. So 
It, we shall see. It looks really cool. I want to go. I can't Definitely wait. I can't go. wait. But we're saying we're going to wait until maybe this fall or winter to pull the trigger on Disney passes again. Just so we so can be jonesing. around when Star Wars opens up. So And there's no point, honestly. I mean, we went to Bush Gardens today. There's no point in going out in this heat right now. It is so flipping hot, I swear. It's just almost stifling. It's yeah, so hot. We were at the Bush Gardens today and we would just we I, it kind of made me realize that like as locals, there was a lot of tourists there today. Like you can tell yeah. I like to look around, you can kind of tell people who who are wearing hats and shirts from different teams and things like that. And you can get an idea of where people are from. And today seemed like a day where it was out-of-state tourists on summer vacations, 4th of July. The roller coasters were like 55 minutes, 70 55, minutes. 55, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was long waits. I mean, we spent most of the day looking at animals. Yep. Uh, just hanging out. We stuck our heads under a water fountain at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one yes. area where this kid's playing in the waters. Because when, when you live here and you go on, you've got a season pass for places and you can kind of get to go whenever you want. And then a lot of times you'll go in the winter when it's off season and it's nice out. Yeah, and, and not as busy. Yeah, and when it's, it's super busy and super hot. It was still a nice day, but we didn't do too many rides today. We looked at animals and took the little sky ride. And uh, it always just reminds me of that bit that Jim Gaffigan does about how um, he's with his kids at Disney World, and he goes, it, "It makes you realize, like as a kid, you were always thinking, why is always dad, dad, why is dad always so grumpy? Yes, you yes, know, and yes. it's like, well, how can I spend a ton of money and be completely miserable and listen to my kids complain the whole time? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> it is. It's just so hot. It's so hot. It's hard to not be miserable. If out you're there. from here, though, you kind of this is the time of year where, well, I'm not from here, but I live here long enough now where I really feel acclimated. Like winter in Florida or summer in Florida is like winter everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, and that's what like when. You, when your parents moved down here, when Andy's parents moved down here, and they would talk about that a little bit, like, how do you deal with this? And and I said to them, I said, this is the time of year that you stay inside. Yeah. You you go from your air conditioner to your car, and where you turn the air conditioner on, where you to go from your car to the next place that's inside with air conditioning. And that's just how it is in the winter up in Chicago or wherever. You just go from one point to the next wherever there's heat. Yep. So you stay indoors, but so June through August, we kind of shut it down. You spend a lot of time at the pool, the beach, water, indoors. Yeah, absolutely. You can go out at night. From the afternoon on, it gets tolerable. Yeah, it's yeah. tolerable in the evenings, but but that actually leads us to kind of our topic today yep. because we're talking a little bit about summer themed places in a way. And I got the opportunity to do something really cool this week. I went to the lodge at Wakulla Springs. Had you ever heard of Wakulla Springs? I've heard this? of Wakulla Springs, or I think I probably mispronounced it. I think I was always pronouncing it, it I, in my head at least, as Wachula Springs. Yeah. What's right? Is it Wachula well, or Wakulla? I think Wakula? there is a Wachula. Maybe that's what I'm talking is, about. This is Wakulla. It's W-A-K-U-L-L-A. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I, I've heard, I've seen that. Yeah. I've also so, seen Wachula. Yeah, so Wachula maybe there's a Wachula. Else, yeah, okay. there's a different place. But, I'm getting them mixed up. So Wakulla is about a half an hour south of Tallahassee. Okay, uh, so ta- the, Panhandle. In the Panhandle, right. And it's a spring. South of Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. I feel like 30 minutes south of Tallahassee is... Close to the Right water. on the water, right it's on the ocean. It's Tallahassee not far. is further inland than I always imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a half an hour to South Tallahassee, and and I got to stay at this. It's a hotel. It's a, it's called the Lodge at Wakulla Springs, and Wakulla Springs is a state park. Park. It's a Florida state park, and the lodge is actually a hotel that is. It's. I found out it's actually privately contracted, so the Florida State Park Service doesn't run the hotel. Okay. Um, but the. The, um, they run the land that it's on. The hotel yeah, sits a inside, state park and a that, private group runs the right, hotel. There's all a right. park manager and all that good stuff. So, so I, I 
arrive and it reminds me of it's an old mansion like an old like spanish themed mansion and i took pictures and some videos so we'll put that up too um but it was it, it reminded me of if you've ever and you know you didn't go to this but if you have ever been to the mansion at bach tower so there's we last time I went, remember, yeah, I've never been to the. I've seen yeah. it from the outside. I've only ever been in there. So there's there's this mansion at Bach Tower that's kind of like a whole other separate ticket for. I want to say it was like five bucks or something mm-hmm. like that, and you can go get a tour of this mansion. And it was kind of um, like Spanish themed and and beautiful and um, and it reminds me a lot of that, except it's a lot bigger. And it's been converted to a hotel and it was Edward Ball's mansion. And I think I need to, I forgot to look this up, but I think Edward Ball actually was the one who owns the Bach tower mansion too. Oh, okay. But maybe the name, not. the name rings a bell. I can't remember. So, um, so anyway, long story short, it reminded me kind of that. It also kind of reminded me of, of the hotel, um, theming, of Tower of Terror okay. in the sense that it was like an old timey kind of hotel. You're really selling it. I got to stay there. No, now. but it was really cool. Like not like scary, scary, but like a little, like a little cool, a little creepy, but like in an awesome way, you know? And there was a storm coming when I got there, like not too long after I got there. And there was this one chandelier that was like kind of flickering on and off. That's awesome. That, so, and I think it was probably from the storm, yeah. obviously, but it was like, Ooh, that's a little, you know, more creepy. How, how old is this? place because it's got probably electrical infrastructure that's old yeah if it doesn't it's a lightning storm is making it flicker it's not cutting edge yeah you know stuff i mean it's obviously been renovated but it, it isn't like newly newly renovated like the bathroom that uh, in the room that i stayed was really nice but the the room kind of made me feel a little bit like um, I was staying at my grandma's house. Yeah, the you know? pictures you showed me look like old school grandma's <laughs> yeah, furniture. Yeah, yeah. In like, a modern, well, not so much modern hotel, but a, a hotel that's still operating in 2018. Still, it was really comfortable. I mean, the floors were tile. You know, I had really nice windows that overlooked kind of the courtyard area of where you enter. And and if you had um, a room on the other side of the hall from where I had, you got a, a view of Wakulla Springs, which is the spring that you can swim in and sure, dive. And, sure. And um, they have these boat tours that go down up and down the river and the one of the park managers was telling me that that no boats are allowed down that river it's not a public river so only these florida state park boats go up and down that river okay and the animals down that river are like really used to the florida state parks boats that go down there so they don't they're not afraid of them they kind of like come right up to them like no one feeds obviously because the park um, the people who are driving the boats don't let anyone feed any animals, but but they have no reason to fear but they anybody. They have no reason it's, to fear. They don't have to deal with some jerk. Who they comes know to the them. State they park see and, them every day. Yeah, yeah. Like the boats leave, I guess, every hour at Wakulla Springs, and um, it was just really beautiful, really, really beautiful, really nice place. Were there springs like blue water springs there? If it's what Wakula Springs, is it? There are sp- It's it is a spring. It wasn't like. Um, it, it, it definitely had a more tea water. So not, not silver springs, not like but more crystal like crystal clear water. Okay, but, like, um, like like that tannic color. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But but it was still really beautiful. And there was like a big um, like a two story dock that people were like jumping off of and into the springs. Oh, and cool. Stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was really really beautiful, really beautiful back there. I would highly recommend it. I, I mean, I I don't know if I'm if I'm not selling it well. I I 
that's not what I'm intending because I would highly recommend it. It was such a cool old building and beautiful and like amazing like architecture and like the there's beams on the ceiling that are like painted. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just can't I can't recommend it enough. It the, was so the cool. The pictures of the lobby that you showed me reminded me of the Don Cesar, which is on mm-hmm. St. Pete Beach, the huge yeah. pink 1920s era hotel. So maybe a similar kind of feel to that. To that. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought for this week we would talk about a handful of state parks around town, around town, around the state. Yeah. Summertime state parks. We thought right. it's middle, as we've been talking, it's now early June, uh, July, super, super hot. We don't want to send anybody or recommend any state parks. We're going to be hiking through mud and mosquitoes in 95 degree weather. So we thought we'd come up with a list of some just cool summertime state parks around Florida. Yep. Now there's what you, you know, some people who work for the Florida state park system and there's what, 177 state parks, 171. I want to say 167. So it's nearly 170 in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. And we kind of came up with some categories for some of these. So, well, yeah. And that was to go back to what I was just saying about Wakulla Springs. That for me is best wildlife to get face to face with. Best wildlife to get face to face with. Best place to get face to face with wildlife. So I mean, they're very comfortable. Get on those park boats, and you can really see. So you get on the park boat, and they take you down. You get on the boat, and it takes you down. Okay, okay. For some tour boat, a tour boat. Okay, I didn't catch that. No, I thought maybe these were just state park people doing state park things, driving up and down the boat for work reasons. No, no, no. These are tour boats. All right, cool. All right, nice. So best park to get face-to-face with wildlife. Cool. All right. So was this more of a summertime? Is there a place to get in the water? Oh, you said you can jump in the water. Yeah, there's a swimming area. There's docks that you can jump off of. There's fishing areas. Yeah, it, there's it's definitely a summertime kind of area. Awesome. All right. So I have a list here. I put, I've put i got about five parks here in three categories. My first one, should I go first or do you want to go? Well, I just went, so you go. All right, cool. We don't talk of these out, by the way, usually. We try to like, time, yeah. yeah, we try to like keep these hidden from each other a little bit because it just makes for more And I just checked. Natural. There's 175. 175. So I said 171, then 170. So 175. Cool. All right. So I've got my best, best um, beach alternative park. Okay. And beach alternative. Beach alternative. Okay. Uh, and that's like, what say. What does that mean exactly? Well, if you don't want to go to the actual ocean beach, you're not going to go to the Gulf Coast or the Atlantic Coast beaches. Okay. If you want to have a nice beach day. Um, I've got Wiki Wachee as, oh, a, yeah. as a, a beach alternative. Because, Absolutely. Yeah, there is a beach there. and it, but it's there a is. It's a beach that goes, a it goes up to a spring. Yeah. Clear. Crystal clear blue crystal, spring water. Right. 74 Gorgeous. degrees. I just think it's a perfect place to go when it's super hot outside because the water, even this time of year, isn't really that refreshing in the ocean. You go out to the Gulf and the water is 95. Yeah, it's 70. It's cold. You get in there. We've gone there in like the fall, I want to say, and it wasn't like a super warm day. It was maybe in the 70s. Yeah. And we got in the water and it was like, oh, that water's too cold for me. I did kind of go in for a little bit, but I had to get out. But this time of year... Definitely, I would do it. And we've actually yeah. gone scuba diving in here before. We have. Back in the day when we got scuba certified, yep. we did our open water dives in the spring at Wikiwachi. So right. we got to go in there when there was nobody in there except yeah. us and it a handful really of people. It was really early in the morning. It so was really early in the morning. No one was in there. You know what else Wikiwachi is great for? It's got to be the best park to see mermaids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> best park to see mermaids. Put that down. <laughs> You'll That's, see a lot of mermaids in anywhere else in Florida. Mermaids and manatees, because they see mer- there's manatees that come uh-huh, in there. Yeah, and there is and like a boat tour, tour boats. There's and, a tour boat. There's for, the it's, at Wikiwachi too, and it's that classic. I've probably said this on the show before, but it's that classic old school 
old yeah, Florida it's very attraction. Old Florida. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's it, it it's got a very nostalgic kind of feel to it. It's and the the water park area is great. Well, that's the thing. I kind of thought about using this as a beach slash water park alternative park because they yeah. do have a water park there. It's not going to be like Typhoon Lagoon or anything like that. There's right. a, a handful of water slides there, and they all dump you right into the spring. So when you go in down the water uh, slide, you're going to come out next to fish and turtles. But sh- if you're going there and you're going to swim around in the spring, yeah, you're probably going to okay. be okay with that, right? There, there is one thing, though, that I'll say. I, I just found this out this past week. Um, Wikiwachi gets really crowded on the weekends. It really does. And yes. they actually have a um, a text alert that you can sign up for, and it'll tell you because they actually close the park down when they get to a, like a capacity le- uh, limit, and they almost always get to capacity limits on the weekends, like around 11 or 12 o'clock. So you have oh. to go early, what? but they'll, t- they'll text you and say, Oh, we're at capacity closing the, you know, park for additional entrance, you know, park goers. Or whatever. Weirdly. That makes me happy to know because it tells me people are going out there and enjoying oh, yeah, it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I, um, someone I work with actually just told me that they were trying to go out there and, and they were going to go out there that day. And then they got a text that said that it was closed due to, you know, that they were at capacity. Yeah. Basically. I think a lot of people don't know what's really there. They they heard of Wikiwachi. They've seen yeah. the famous pictures of the mermaid swimming in that underwater theater. Yeah. But there is a spring there that's it's got a beautiful. beach, and you can swim in it, and there's water slides, and mm-hmm. there's a water ride. And it's actually fairly cheap, too. It's 13 bucks for adults, uh, $8 if you're a kid between 6 and 12, and then under 5 is free. Yeah. So I think that's just a really cheap alternative to and one of the water parks, right? I think that Wikiwachi is sometimes seen as kind of like a, a an attraction, which it is an attraction, but a lot of people don't realize it's a Florida State Park. Yes. And and that and it is. It's one of Florida State Parks, one of Florida's state parks and it is um, you know, run by the state. It is, you know, completely, you know, has park rangers and it's not like you know a for-profit making money on mermaids and springs right you know i think it used to be and then eventually the park system sort of annexed annexed it i guess you want to say or maybe they know, weren't doing so great and the florida state park system took them over and yeah but it's a great place i it really is. really like it's it it's a cool, cool place so that's my best beach or slash water park alternative for summer so my next one is um I know you said you wanted like summary places, and I and this one I think is going to qualify just because of the time of day that you go to it. Okay. So my next one, my my next one is um, Kissimmee Prairie State Park. Kissimmee Prairie State Park. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Really? No. Well, I imagine. I think it, you have because once I tell you the next part, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah." I've I imagine it. it's in Kissimmee, right? It is in Kissimmee. Okay. And, and I'm well, actually, of like, no, I don't think it is. Weirdly enough, it is. Um, it's in Okeechobee. Okay. And I know that's weird. I I thought the same thing, but it's not. It's Kissimmee Prairie State Park, and it's the only park in Florida that is a designated dark sky park. Uh, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so it's if you want to really, yeah. I, I'm actually doing so, like and that. And if you don't know what a designated dark sky park is or a place is, is that there is a it's called the IDA. It's a nonprofit organization 
International Dark Sky Association, and they basically name these places that are designated dark sky places where you can go and see the stars and really be able to see the stars and not have the light pollution to compete with. So you go out there and it's probably in the middle of the state. So where exactly is it? Is it it's in Okeechobee. Okay, so it's probably a place where it's not, it's just outside the reach of all the big cities and you go out there and you can look up and see the Milky Way and see the stars. Yeah, and if you go to floridastateparks.org, their website, you can, you know, they have the address, they have, it's in Okeechobee, it says it's Northwest 192nd Avenue, and it has pictures of the Milky Way, and it's it's amazing. It looks oh. um, absolutely amazing. So oh, I need to go there. Yeah. I've been wanting to do some like astrophotography and go out and shooting stuff like that. Yeah. Um, summertime would be great because it's dark, so it doesn't really matter if it's not going to be super exactly. super hot. Just take your bug spray. Although in the summer we do kind of get that humid haze in the sky. Like if you go out at night in the summer and look at the moon, you can. Yeah. It's a little less clear because the sky is it's so humid. Mm-hmm. Wintertime that would probably be even better. But it's yeah, nighttime. I mean, give it a shot, I, I would say. I mean, I, I've always wanted to go here. I've heard about it before. And um, I, there just aren't enough places that you can go see. There's really not. Really clear, dark skies. There's really not. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Okay, so I got one, I got four more parks, but they're kind of only in two categories. Okay. So I'm gonna, I've got three here lined up. These are all sort of summer beachy parks. And they're all on the Gulf Coast. I've been on the Gulf Coast. And these are my best parks to pretend you're a contestant on Survivor. Okay. All right. That's a quite the category you got there. Yeah, so they're all because all three of these are very similar, and I and I don't think any one of them is really better than the other. Mm-hmm. So I've got Cayo Costa State Park, which is down near Boca Grande, Fort Myers area. Okay. And this is the park we recently talked about because Trevin Leisure listed it as a yes. state park that's beautiful enough to be a national park just yes. without the crowds. That's right. So I've got Cayo Costa State Park. Caladesi Island State Park near Dunedin and then, Egg- and then Egmont Key which is near St. Pete. Another good one. And these are all parks that are none of no none of these have any road access. You, the only way to get to any of these is by boat. Okay. So you can either take a ferry. A lot of these have I know Egmont Key and Caladesi Island has a ferry like a pontoon boat that you can pay 15 bucks and they take you out there. Mm-hmm. Kyle Costa doesn't. That one to get out there, you have to have your own boat. So, oh, so you can either wow. kayak out okay. there. There's boat slips. Okay. So you can take your own boat. And there's there's camping out there, which I guess is you. I think we talked about this, that the camping at Cayo Costa, it's pretty hard to get. Like you need to reserve that really far in advance because it's really in demand. People want to get out there and go camping. So Caledesi Island is, near, is in Dunedin. That's not far from Clearwater, uh-huh. and Egmont Key is again. That's the sort of in the mouth of Tampa Bay. That's n- really close to Fort DeSoto Park, which uh-huh. yep. Fort DeSoto, oddly enough, is one of our favorites too. Yeah, but it's not a state it's park. It's not. It's a county. park. It's a county park, which always surprises me that it's not a state park because it has such it, a state I know, park it feel. Should. It, I, yeah. yeah, I agree. So if you go out to Egmont Key, there's a lighthouse out there. Mm-hmm. You got to take your own boat out there. Either you can take your own boat, your own kayak if you want to kayak. It's about a mile. It's about a mile yeah. out. So if you want to take your, if you want to take your kayak a mile across an active shipping channel too, we should Oof. let we should yeah, that's we should scary. make you know that that you'll be out there and you got to watch yourself because there's tankers and cruise ships coming through there that kind yeah. of are coming and going from Port Tampa. Definitely be careful. But if you go out there, there is an ruins of an old fort out there. There's an old Spanish American war fort that mm-hmm. was built uh, God close to over a hundred years ago now, and you can see the ruins of that there's some really good snorkeling out there the water is surprisingly clear out there and there are these uh it's very famous for gopher tortoises so if you go out there to egmont key 
There's gopher tortoises just all over the place. Now, Caldesi Island near Dunedin, which is, if you're, if you're not familiar with that, it's clear water. Think near clear water. That is, again, you can take a ferry out there. You can pay take a ferry or you can take your own boat out there. But right now, if you have a, a place where you can stop and pause and look at a picture, just Google Caldesi Island. Yeah. Look at the pictures of it, and right now you're going to be wanting to go. It's just this beautiful white sand, incredible beach. There's no, there's nobody out at any of these because to get there. But ba- yeah, back to the survivor part, right. of, the, of your whole category. There's no McDonald's. There's no, you know. There's no hotels. Hotels. Yeah. There's no. Um, snacks, snack bar. I think, I think, I know Egmont Key does not, and Cayo Costa does not. Caldesi, I think, does have like a little bit of an infrastructure out there. Okay. There's some boat slips you can come in. There's like a little restaurant that people, I guess, kind of take a boat out there for the day and work. I don't know how these people, I guess that's a heck of a commute every day, but yeah, none of these, they're all very unspoiled. They're not busy. It, there is sort of like a barrier to entry to get there. You can't just drive up to the park and yeah. and hang out for the day. So you've got to, it takes effort to get to all three of these places. So Yeah, according if, to the website, the Florida State Park website, there is concession and food on Caldassi. Okay, Caldassi. yep, yep. It's a very cool place. Uh, it's highly, highly recommend all three of these, especially if you just want to see that natural real Florida where you're away from everything and yeah. you don't even want to turn around and look at a high-rise apartment or a hotel right there. It's just you and the seagulls, you know? Yeah. Love that. That is cool. Okay, so um, my next one is best place to see a sea turtle. Cool. So this is MacArthur um, State Park and hold on, let me get it up here. Um, I lost where I was. Sorry. Um, sea turtles that are nesting mm-hmm. and coming and going. Yeah, so it's John D. MacArthur Beach State Park, and I guess there are just a lot of sea turtles and sea turtle nests, and they're all obviously protected. And they're even on the on the park website, they have just uh, pictures of sea turtles, like you know, going through the beaches and like long lines of, of sea turtle nests so i mean i obviously i can't guarantee that you're going to see a beach a sea turtle when you go to this beach i think it's really seasonal too but um but well sea turtle nesting season is actually really long it's like six months of the year or something like that so it's longer than you think it is but um but if you want to if you want to go to a beach and get you know have a chance to see a sea turtle it sounds like this is the one to go to where is it where what part of the state is it? it's in, in north palm beach okay florida, so. so atlantic coast south 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 florida exactly yeah a lot of beaches i know just about all the gulf coast beaches even if they're busy you'll go out there and you'll see these little roped off areas yep, that have little orange absolutely. like orange caution tape and it's wrapped around four sticks and it says yeah. sea turtle nest do not disturb and i actually just recently learned i posted this on facebook too that that you know when you're out on the beach and you're digging like your sandcastle or whatever you should never leave holes in the beach because sea turtles that are hatching and then trying to get to the beach that's a that's an obstacle for them and they can't get to the to the water because they fall in those holes so if, we, you, if you're making a, like a moat for a sandcastle yeah, make sure you yeah. knock that down you yeah. gotta fill it in before you leave I read that too and I thought that was super interesting that's not something people think about no I yeah. never thought of that but it's, yeah. it's a good point you know well it makes the birds happy though you've ever watched oh them. you're horrible <laughs> you're horrible hey the birds have gotta eat <laughs> just not turtles not baby turtles. Do you have an, I only have one more, and I think you've got a, probably a couple more, right? I've got. I mean, I can do. I can do one or two more. Do one more, and I'll go again. Okay. All right. Um. So, 
Sebastian Inlet. Okay. We have, uh, this is right by New Smyrna Beach. Our, one of my favorite beaches. We have been there. We've seen a shark. I Well, I saw a shark. You didn't, but it was it was pretty cool. It's, it's the only, shark capital of the world. It's only a matter of time. And, yeah. Well, Sebastian Inlet is right by there, and it's supposedly a great place to surf. I've heard that it's one of the best surfing beaches, apparently, not just in Florida, but on the whole east coast of the US like that is the spot right so I can I could say that this is the best place to surf in okay. Florida but what I was going to say is the person that I was talking to with the state park service actually told me that the that Sebastian Inlet is some of the best fishing in Florida. Really? Yeah. They have this really great fishing pier out there. And I I don't know if it has to do with the way that the shoreline kind of curves around there, which also makes the waves really big or, or, or if it's just, you know, I don't know what it is. Something about the topography there brings the fish. It brings the fish. And, and there's a great fishing pier there that you can, you know, you can go out on the fishing pier or you can go out on your, little John boat or whatever you want to do in the inlet and um, and catch some really great fish out there, apparently. Now, that's not far from... Well, it's, that's near uh, New, Smyrna, New Smyrna, so that's not far from Daytona Beach. Right. Just a little south of Daytona yeah, Beach. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's also kayaking and um, you can go... Um, you know, they have a place where you can rent kayaks. They have places where you can rent fishing poles and things like that. So it's, it's a great, you know, place to just do all kinds of of summertime activities, so to speak. Cool. My last one is I've got my best park for birding and beaching. Okay. And I like this because this is sort of two parks in one. For your big year? From your big year. You ever seen that movie, <laughs> your, A Big Year? <laughs> the, is it the A Big Year or The Big it, Year? The Big Year was this one movie that it was with um, – Steve Martin and Jack Black. You love that movie. It's weird. Yeah, it's weirdly. It weirdly, I liked it because it was one of those movies that told me that you could shoot. It's got it's an okay movie. Like I think if you go on like Rotten Tomatoes, it's probably like a Owen seven. Wilson's in it too. Owen Wilson. That's right. It's this one movie that it shows me that you can make a movie literally about anything, <laughs> anything. And the plot is I don't even know why we're even talking about this right now, but it's a movie about these three guys that they're. They're, They're ornithologists. Competitive bird watchers. They're bird watchers. And they have a contest. A big year is to go around and see as many different kinds of birds as you can in one year. Right. And these three guys have this year-long competition to go around the world and see as many different birds. But it's right. actually a pretty funny movie. And I I do remember it being pretty funny, too, because I, I think I watched it with you. I liked it because it was like these guys were so into this. Like and very competitive. I, yeah. And like, like sabotaging each other too, weren't they? A little bit. Yeah. yeah to try. I mean, he's not going to see that red-tailed hawk. I'm going to stop him from seeing <laughs> right. it. But it was, it was one of these movies that made me think like, there's people out there that are so into something like this. Yeah. And that's, I mean, but and I like that. It. Think like about a, it though. That's their, I mean, people who are that into bird watching, they're going and seeing the country. I know. It's they're not, seeing the birds. It's you not know? about the birds. It's about going yeah. out and seeing stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that doesn't sound like too bad a life to it's me. Like, we used to go geocaching and we yeah. used to go even take the kids Pokemon hunting. Right. And it wasn't but about not, finding the thing. And it's it was, not about it, catching the imaginary pocket monster. It wasn't about finding, <laughs> right, the pocket monster. It wasn't about finding Pikachu. It was about hanging out in these places. Right. And geocaching wasn't about finding this little ammo can in the woods it was about yeah, hanging out trash. And, yeah yeah and filled with little <laughs> mcdonald's toys it was about right. going out and seeing cool spots yeah. so that's neat and i actually it kind of inspired me to like go and start like not my own big year but just to go out and sort of take bird pictures i don't know i just th- i thought that was a cool movie but that's not i don't know how, why we're talking about the, big, this is oh, the best birding best birding so uh, honeymoon island it's it's a beach so you can go out there it's just a really great 
Gulf Coast Beach. It's near Dunedin. It's actually right next to Caledesi Island, which is one of the yeah. earlier ones we talked about. It it touched it. It used to touch it. Mm-hmm. I guess back nearly a hundred years ago, a hurricane came through the area and broke one island into two. Oh, okay. And one became Caledesi Island. The other one they named Honeymoon Island. And the little pass between there is now called Hurricane Pass. So to get to Caldesi Island previously, mm-hmm. if you don't own a boat, you have to go to Honeymoon Island. And then from here, you take the ferry to Caldesi. So gotcha. Honeymoon Island has a really nice beach. There's some really great facilities there. There's got your bathrooms and places to eat and stuff like that. And it's a really nice beach. But just behind the beach a little bit, there's this really great wooded area with what's called the Osprey Trail. So after you're done hanging out at the beach, you can go for a really cool hike back there. Yeah, it is really beautiful. And it's really neat. It's long, right along the water, and there's tons of these osprey nests up in the trees. And you can watch the ospreys coming and going, carrying fish. Yep. We've seen some owls in there, too. And the, probably the piece de resistance. Piece de resistance. Did I say that correct? <laughs> there is, at least there was, as of about six months ago... And these, I know they don't really move around too much, but there was a bald eagle's nest back there. Yeah. So there's and they, a, they had it quartered off. Yeah, actually. there's a perimeter around it. I guess by federal law, you can't go within, I don't know what it was, 100 or 200 yards of an eagle's nest. So they had like a fence around this one tree. So you couldn't get really, really close to this one tree. But if you go out there with a pair of binoculars or a, or a decent zoom on your camera, you can see bald eagles coming and going out of this nest back there at Honeymoon Island. So, yeah, it was really amazing. Really cool place for just, hey, Lots we're going to hang out. owls, too, out there. We saw owls. Yeah. We saw gopher tortoises. Again, gopher tortoises are, are really cool. We see we, were, we seem to see those a lot. But it's just a cool place to go for a beach day. And then, mm-hmm. hey, guys, the beach day is over. Let's go take a hike in these woods over here and see some cool birds. So I think that's just a neat – it's like a two for park. You get two and yeah, one. So that's cool. That's Honeymoon Island, and that is also in Dunedin. Right, it's right next to Caldesi. So, But you don't need to take a boat to Honeymoon Island, even though the name Island is in the park. There is a causeway bridge that takes yeah. you out there. So you can drive there. Yeah, and if nice. you want to go to Caldesi, you go to Honeymoon first, and then you take the ferry over to Caldesi. Yep. So that's my list. We've done that. Yeah, we've done that. Pl- Honeymoon Island is a cool beach for us because it's one of the closer ones to us. It's if we like distance wise. Yeah. It tends to be one of those ones we go to, so we just head right up the road, and it's 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 within a fairly easy drive. Honeymoon Island. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not bad at yeah. all. All right, so you ready for my final one? Your final one. Um, and I have actually a lot more, so we'll have to do another one of these episodes. But Yeah, we wanted we wanted to bring that up. We have, there's 170 state parks, 175, and we wanted to kind of make this a fairly recurring series where we talk and kind of give each one a category and yeah, so why they ha- are cool. If you guys have a favorite state park, or if it's a county park or, a, you know, whatever, a city park, just let us know because we would definitely want to include you know, great places to go that aren't necessarily, um, you know, theme parks. And we're always like looking that. for new places just to go on our own. Like exactly. if it's the weekend and we want to see something new, we'll go out there. Yeah. So um, the last one I'm going to talk about today is called Blackwater River. Blackwater River State Park. Have you ever heard of that? No, but it sounds very Native American. Yeah. Well, it sounds it sounds a little creepy to me, like Blackwater. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like to see... see it sounds through, very seminal to me. I like to, to see through my water. <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, the really neat thing about this particular state park is that the bottom of the river, which is, it, it's kind of, it kind of seems like an oxymoron to me because it's a black water, it's called Blackwater River, but the bottom of the river, it says is the river, it's one of the purest sandy bottom rivers in the nation. 
Purest sandy. So it's like white sand. And it's it's not a river with like lots of seagrasses and and you know mucky bottoms. A lot of a lot of um Florida waters have very mucky kind of bottoms. Sure. The bottom of this river is pure white sand. And and it's apparently like absolutely amazing beautiful wonderful to walk through to even and um the park ranger that i was talking to was actually saying that it's a really amazing river to kayak and canoe down because you can easily get out of your kayak and canoe at certain parts and walk in the water because it is so you know sandy and you don't have to worry about where is this this is actually it's kind of in the panhandle It's, it's panhandle it's in Milton, Florida, which is just outside of Pensacola. Okay, I pictured the Panhandle because the Panhandle is well known for like Destin and Pensacola is well known for just for the white sand, super white sand, and yeah. the really blue water. Yeah, and it it looks like it's just north of of Pensacola uh, area, the Pensacola Beach area. So it's not far at all from there. That's cool. It covers the Panhandle too, because a lot of mine were sort of on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. So I haven't ever been there, but uh, apparently the the river actually has like beautiful sandbars that you can kind of park your canoe or kayak at and have a picnic. And it just sounds really amazing. So I would definitely like to check that out. So if you're in that area and you haven't been, you should definitely go check it out. That sounds really cool. I want to check that out too. We don't really get out that to the panhandle that often. It's a little far away. Yeah. But I mean, like we've mentioned before, Florida is such a huge state. It is a huge state, but there's just so many different... I know it sounds silly, but there's just so many different treasures throughout the state and yeah. different areas. And then depending on which area area you're in, the treasure might be a beach or it might be a spring or it might be a random, you know, sinkhole. Who a knows? It tur- turns into a waterfall. waterfall. Yeah. You know, you, yep. never, you just never know. We'll so. have to do this. We'll do this again, maybe seasonally, maybe do a fall and a summer. Yeah, or, for or sure. this was summer, but fall and spring, winter, because... Come wintertime, then we can start going into the the hiking places and the biking places where you don't really want to be out in just yet this time of year, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And please share us with your friends and family to help us grow. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. And tweet at us with what your favorite Florida State Park is or county park or state park. We'd love to hear from you. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube, and be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.